Well, the U.S. Supreme Court has decided to consider whether Donald Trump is immune from federal prosecution for allegedly trying to overturn the 2020 election. Why did the U.S. Supreme Court decide to stick their hands into this? Wanted to welcome in Jeremy Rosenthal, a prosecutor before becoming a defense attorney. He's also the founder of TexasDefenseFirm.com based in Dallas-Fort Worth. Jeremy, thank you for joining us. I guess first question, why did the U.S. Supreme Court decide they wanted to make their own conclusion? That's a great question. I think the Supreme Court wants to weigh in on this. This is the single most important uh, separation of powers question that I think the U.S. Supreme Court will decide probably in our lifetimes. Uh, So we were expecting a decision about that earlier this week. Um, And what we got instead was, well, we're going to dig into this a little more deeply and we're going to take oral arguments on it. I don't know if uh, if that's for the reason that they want to weigh in themselves because of the U.S. Supreme Court. That is probably it. There's also probably a little bit of dissent going on amongst the nine justices. Um, And I think that they felt that this is the most expeditious way to answer this question. And and. What's important to remember, too, is that our Supreme Court, they're not looking to this November election, right? They're not there. I don't think if you were to ask them, they don't care about Joe Biden or Donald Trump. They're trying to answer this question for the next 100 years. So I think that that's what they're really focused on. And I think it's pretty important to them to get it right. Does the court's acceptance of Trump's appeal offer any hint at how it might rule? Uh, No, it doesn't. But it does say that there's a little bit of dissent going on. And to make the issue clear, so so here's what's going on, because I know this could be really confusing. So what has happened here? Uh, so, So when we have somebody who is on trial in a criminal setting, your remedy, if you will, is an appeal. So in other words, we'll have a trial. If the trial doesn't go the way you thought it would go or you think you got an unfair trial, well, you can appeal it after the fact. What's what Mr. Trump is doing here is a little bit different. He's saying, look, I am irreparably harmed just by standing trial. And and that's a really extraordinary argument. And so he's got to convince the court that that somehow he is hurt just by standing trial. His argument has been a First Amendment one, saying that his supporters are are being violated their First Amendment rights, which I think that that to me, that's that that's an argument that I don't know that the Supreme Court's going to necessarily go for. Um, But I think that uh, so, so the panel from the 14th district was a unanimous three to zero vote. Uh, against Mr. Trump. I don't know that this will affect the outcome overall. I think most legal analysts would tell you they'd be really surprised if they ruled for Trump here for for the reason that when we talk immunity, what we're saying is that, okay, so the president of the United States, what level of immunity does he enjoy while he's in office? Can he take a bag of cash and sell a nuclear missile to a cartel in Mexico? I think we would all agree that no. Uh, Or can they just say, well, I'm not going to pay taxes because I'm the president? Well, no. But when we start getting closer and closer to policy decisions, that becomes a little harder. And I think the most distinguishing fact here is that Donald Trump is not the president currently. I think if the current president had this same issue, he could have a much stronger argument to say, look, I've got to govern the country. I can't be messing with getting prosecuted. Uh, It's a very complicated legal issue. So the U.S. Supreme Court decided to take this case, Jeremy. Do you view this as a win for Donald Trump? You said they're not concerned with time, the U.S. Supreme Court, but Donald Trump likely is. 
I think if you were to ask Trump and his legal team, they would tell you that this is a net victory because it pushes off that January 6th trial date indefinitely. The Justice Department has a policy that they're not going to try to make waves within 60 days of an election. So if we we're going to get the Supreme Court ruling probably sometime in June, that gives the court uh, a window of about two months to have this trial, which can be done, but it, it, it might not necessarily be done. Uh, so Trump's strategy to delay, uh, this is certainly a net victory for him, at least at the moment. Um, if we were to have this trial on the eve of the Republican convention, they may have a different opinion about that. But at the moment, we thought we were going to get a final ruling on it this week. Uh, and I think Mr. Trump's team would tell you that they expected to get overruled by the Supreme Court on this. Um, so now instead of having a definite trial in May or June, or even April, now we're looking at maybe it will get pushed uh, beyond the November 8th election. Jeremy Rosenthal joining us here on Wisconsin's Midday News, founder of the TexasDefenseFirm.com based in Dallas. Jeremy, very much appreciate your time and insight, and it's an evolving story, no doubt about that. We appreciate you joining us. Thank you very much.